Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 22 of the Last Eagle Heart Podcast. DJ, spin it. What is up, everybody? How's your Friday going? Did you miss me? I am back. Whew. I mean, it's been a crazy, crazy week. I've not been able to do the stuff that I've been wanting to do. I've had other things planned up. Well, Dawson, where have you been? Where have you been, Dawson? Well, for starters, I just want to say that I forgot about something that we promised ourselves back in history that we will never forget. Yeah, it was 9-11. It was last Friday. I did not mention it one time in my podcast. Did not mention it once. And I'm not the only one to blame. If anyone's going to be irritated by that, or anybody was irritated by that, I don't think anybody was because I think everybody forgot about it. I think someone saw one post on social media and people started posting all about it. We're like, oh, crap, <laughs> that's today. Huh. Well, uh, uh, happy 9-11 send. Oh, oh, man, I did not mean to send that. I did not mean to send happy 9-11. Uh, oof, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> because I remember, I mean, literally from last year to this year of the 9-11 stuff it has been something else because last year and the year before that and what all through high school and middle school it was always every 9-11 they would make a big deal about it they would just be like like I don't know my whole school would just put flags of all the all the loved ones that were missed on the on everybody's locker and then they would rise up this flag and every class period I'm talking every class period would find a way to incorporate 9-11 into their sec into their talking abouts I mean English and reading that would probably be easy to submit history definitely would be something to talk about in there but math it was a little weird like how would you do how would you somehow take math and 9-11 and put that together and I'm just I don't know. Hey, what what is uh um what is what's nine? <laughs> were they just input numbers on September eleventh? On separate uh, September eleventh, Sally had two gallons of milk. Okay, and then <laughs> on the events that happened, uh, on the events that happened, it shocked her and she dropped one of those gallons of milk. How many gallons does Sally now have? And you're like, huh? Somehow, they still incorporated it. That's crazy. <laughs> but they did it. Now, this year, it's been a crazy year. It has been. I mean, we forgot about something that we said we'll never forget. And I'm a prime example. Just slap on the wrist for me. Hopefully, I don't get canceled. I don't think cancel culture really cared either, which was surprising. Everybody that forgot about 9-11 is not American. I mean, that would probably make more sense. Of them canceling that, but you know, no one really talked about it. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it was not mentioned in last Friday's podcast, but that was not the reason that I took off and didn't do a Tuesday's podcast. Didn't. Okay? That was not the reason. And maybe. 9-11 now is turning into more of a Pearl Harbor kind of thing. Like, it was in history. We're putting it in the history books. But it's not going to be as 
dearly celebrated, not celebrated, but honored as it has been in the past previous years. So if, according to my calculations, it takes about 20 years and then finally people are just like, oh yeah, it was something in history. Next. And then we move on. But yeah, that was not the reason that I did not do a Tuesday's podcast. I didn't do a Tuesday's podcast for specific reasons, okay? Number one, I had a court date thing that got canceled. It was stuff to do uh, with my dad, of course. I'm not going to get in all of it, but it was canceled last minute. <sighs> terrible, terrible planning on their part. Whoever makes the dates at their desk, I'm severely irritated. Because, I mean, what we're gonna do, we were going to do it all over a Zoom session. Like, ooh, that's so cute. And speaking of Zoom, I can't wait until whole COVID's over and then Zoom just, all their money just crashes. Because everybody's like, Zoom's like, oh, we're no longer needed anymore. Hmm. No one needs Zoom sessions anymore. <laughs> no, we won't. After this whole thing is over, your company is going to be bought out probably like by Facebook or something. Now it's going to be Zoom by Facebook. <laughs> Who knows? But that, and I still don't have a job. Loser. No, I'm not. I am not a loser. Okay? It's just been very hard. I don't understand just the times, the situations. But thankfully, I have a friend that helped me. And he literally went on, which was crazy. Because I've been searching on the internet for weeks. I've applied for probably a little over 10 jobs now, and he went on Facebook, and within a matter of five minutes, he found a place that was doing open hiring and uh, the next day, and I went to it, of course, because it was the first place where I ever did an application and actually was able to do the interview in the same day. It wasn't like I sent an application in and then crossed my fingers that I wasn't be able to do an interview. But I'm actually starting to like interviews now. I might just, you know, be a full-time interviewer. Like I rate people, rate job job interviews. I don't know if that's actually a real thing, but we should make that a thing. Like people disguise themselves as someone that's going to go um, and get interviewed for a job, but down low, they're just rating someone who's interviewing them to see if they're actually caring about who they hire or they're just like basing off of what they say and what they talk about. I'm just saying that job needs to be out there and I would be the perfect one because I've done a lot of them <laughs> because there's those, those interviewers that just look at your resume and they're like, looks pretty good. Put on uniform, get back there. We got you. And then there's those other ones that want to get to know you on a more personable level, which is like mostly family businesses. And this pizza place is a family business. And I respect that. But they did ask me some weird questions. Like, one of them that really caught me off guard was if you were going on a float trip, a camping trip, what three people would you bring? I had to think about it. I was like, anybody? Can I bring anybody? And they said, yes. Who, what three people would you bring? Well, number one, I would bring my dad. Uh, reason being is, is because he knows his way around the woods. He can kill something, cook it easy. Okay, he can make the campsite. Uh, he knows his way navigating wise. And uh, I would trust him to be able to do that position. And we only need one of those people. 
Okay, only one. We don't need more than one. We don't need some Lewis and Clark thing going on. We only need one person to be able to do that. Now, the other two, it's a toss-up between a few celebrities. Here's why. Because there are some, some that I really want to meet or wanted to meet. And I feel like they would just have some great campfire stories. I'm a campfire story guy, okay? If I'm going to be going camping or whatever, I want people to have great campfire stories. I'm not a campfire song dude. Not really that. I want some, like, I don't know, funny things going around the campfire. So it's a toss-up. I was like, okay, I would either pick George Carlin, Robin Williams, and then... It's a, and Ryan Reynolds. It's a toss-up between them three. But if I had to go, I'd probably go George, I'd probably go George Carlin and Robin Williams in that scenario. I think I told her Ryan Reynolds. But George Carlin and Robin Williams, I feel like they would rift off each other. It'd just be glorious campfire talk. I'm telling you, just mind-blowing about what their minds would do. And they're no longer around anymore, which is sad. And I will never be able to officially plan that camp camping trip but if it if it did ever happen I would want that I would definitely want that and by the time the interview ended she well in the middle of the interview she's like I'm assuming that uh you really like comedy I was like uh yeah (laughs) because everything she asked me was basically I based it around things that I've done with comedy or who were my favorite I'm like she she knows me like the back of my hand now like the back of her hand now Mm. delicious coffee and that was a little sidetracked but I had to get a sip I can I cannot uh, stand not having a sip of coffee for a little bit you know <laughs> but I went through that process of doing that and hopefully I get a call back Monday so hopefully and then I also I didn't even not only not took off from doing a podcast on Tuesday but I also didn't do any comedy whatsoever. Whatsoever. And when I take off time of doing that, oh, 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 you know it's big. You're like, oh, wow, Dawson, you even took off time from that? What has been going on with you? A lot of things. That has been, but you know what? I'm back. That's fine. I'm glad that you were patient and gave y'all time to catch up. Gave y'all time to, uh, you know, get, get caught up with the episodes. <laughs> people people are still trying to play catch up because they do two a week and that is honestly half a hassle two 45 minute or 40 minute plus episodes of podcasts i mean you got to dedicate at least an hour to listening to them so i mean i completely understand so y'all played catch up this week it's awesome and i am i am totally stoked for my supporters out there and thank you for listening and uh and hopefully you forgave me for not doing a Tuesday podcast because I will try my best not to miss a Tuesday ever again. I cannot make a promise, but I I really do not want to miss another Tuesday unless something drastic happens uh, again. But uh, I just, I don't know. I've been bored lately. Since I haven't had a job, I've just been literally just every morning I wake up and I'm like, wow, I'm going to be here mostly all day again. So I have a lot of time to think, think about things. And if you have someone, if you have my mindset or if you have someone with my mindset sitting around and just having thoughts all day, they get pretty crazy. I have some boring 
uh, I have some crazy bored thoughts. Like one I was thinking of is, is I don't know if grave robbing is still a thing. Is it? Because I know it was very popular back in the day. It was very popular, and I, that's one thing that I just really didn't understand is the, um, like why people would bury their loved ones with like expensive things, like an expensive ring, expensive jewelry, expensive clothing. Like it never, it never made sense to me, and <laughs> and just burying them in the ground. I, I don't know. I'm more on the side of cre- cremation. If you if I was to die tomorrow, I would want to be cremated and I don't know. You can decide what you want to do with my body. I don't really care. It's going to be ashes. You can keep it. I don't care. You can, you know, be like, "Hey, that's Dawson. He's right there over the fireplace." I don't care specifically. It's not like I want to be sprinkled in some special spot. Uh but you know, it'd be kind of funny if you did some practical jokes with uh, my ashes, though. That'd probably be one wish of mine, just to do a joke with it, you know? Kind of like, you know, dump it in someone's coffee, kind of mix it around a little bit, see if it t- I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is creepy. That's absolutely creepy to do. But I wonder if people do that, though. Like, you know, like, I know I have my dad's ashes, but other people... They like take his take their parents' ashes or other things' ashes, and I don't know if they do some like weird, like spiritual or like something something that makes them, I don't know, closer to them, bonding. I don't know if they drink them. I don't know if they eat them. I know I've heard of things that happen like that. And if there's anybody out there that does do this, ugh. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> do you believe that if you're if you're a parent before they died had great skin, that you start going in the shower, you start rubbing, rubbing their ashes on you, that you're going to have great skin. I don't know. If there's people that out there that solely believe that, go for it. Go it. Why not? <laughs> go. I fully 100% believe in you and support you. You're a little weird, but you can go for it. But back to what I was saying. Who digs in graveyards? I don't know. Is it still a thing? I don't know. I've heard some recent. I have heard some incidents like back in 2015 of someone getting caught. But I bet you there's plenty of grave robbers that haven't got caught because there's no one off patrol anymore. There's no one standing outside the graveyards like there used to be. Literally, I pass graveyards all the time. They're completely empty. No one's gonna be driving by there, making sure no one's digging up bodies. It's just not like that anymore. But I had the great. I probably have I think I have the perfect idea that I have been mulling over in my brain of how not to get caught. And I think what you should do is disguise as an archaeologist. Think about it. That would probably be the best disguise in that scenario. If you were going to go rob a grave, don't dress in all black. Make yourself look suspicious. Dress like like you dress like someone that know that thinks they should be there. That is the misconception. Because if you dress in all black, people know that you're not supposed to be there. But if you dress like an archaeologist, people are going to be like, I, I, I don't know, this seems kind of weird, but I, th- I think maybe he's supposed to be here. I don't, I, probably. And then also they're just like, just digging up, just dusting off old people's bones. And they're just like, oh, they're putting them back together. 
simultaneously putting jewelry in their pockets and stuffing them full, and you're thinking, wow, he must must be here. Uh, he's probably doing some human museum or something. I mean, I'm not going to question him. He looks like he knows what he's doing. And that, that, that's an idea that I had in my head. Dress as an archaeologist. They'll get away with it. If you're doing it for science and history and whatnot, I mean, you, you, you would get away with it. Get away with it. I, I, this is the last Iglehart stamp of approval. If you are a grave robber, go ahead, do it. Try it. Don't say you got it from me. That's snitching. I don't believe in that. Okay, don't snitch on me. Don't be like this dude on this podcast named Dawson. He he told me to dress as an archaeologist. No, I don't want you to blame me. Okay, that is not what we're doing here. You're doing this on your own turf terms. I'm just giving you the idea. <laughs> Another idea that I had while I was bored. It wasn't an idea. It was more of a thought of just like people just. Uh, going on a date, it would be like two palm readers. I would wonder what it would be like if two palm readers went on a date. It'd be kind of weird to think about. I think that would be the fastest date ever. Two palm readers. Just like if I was a palm, I'm just trying to imagine this. It would be one palm reader sitting on one side and another palm reader sitting on the other, and they would just you just see two people just grabbing each other's hands, trying to read their wrinkles, just going, "All right." Your future. Hmm. I don't think we're going to be good for each other. It was really nice meeting you. No, sir. We will not have another thing of breadsticks. I don't even think we're going to move on to the entree. We're going to just wrap this thing up. We already predicted it. I read the wrinkles in his hands. He, she read the wrinkles in mine. And, you know, we kind of went back and forth. We thought about it. You know, our futures are not aligned. And we're, we're probably just going to pack this up. It's just getting it. It's easy. You won't be wasting a meal. You won't. If you just do that speed dating, they would be the best speed daters, hands down. And then you can, I mean, I would not like to go on a date with a palm reader. If I went on a date with a palm reader, they would just be trying to predict my future the whole time and be stressing me out. They would grab my hand. They'd be like, all right, I can read the wrinkles in your hands. And uh, looks like your future's not looking so bright. Uh, Because in my mind, I'm automatically going to have the worst future ever. They're going to just predict it. They're going to just be like, mm, yeah, that, that, wrink, that wrinkle's going down in your palm. That means you're going to be poor. And then this wrinkle right here, it's going up, but it's kind of squiggling around. That's pro- that means you're going to have cancer. Um, Let's see here. Mm, yeah, you don't really have a long time to live. I don't think this is going to work out. And then first off, you're not going to be able to work out with anybody now. And then now the thought of you, <laughs> all those awful things actually happening to you are now mulling around in your head. You're like, why? Why? No, I, I, I don't like you, palm reader. I don't even think they're proven. Like, p- people that call those like online therapists, like those online, those on the phone people, and they pay to have people help them with their problems. I think those are funny. Those are the probably the weirdest way to have someone help you with those problems. They're just like, oh, I'm going to call, I'm going to call uh, this fortune teller over the phone. Or this therapist and just talk to them for a second. Oh, hi. Hi, Thumbelina. They always have weird names like Thumbelina or uh, Fortune or, uh, 
in, I don't know, Petunia or I don't know. Oh, no, they're like very uplifting names like Blossom or, uh, or uh, I don't know. Yeah, their name is Blossom and they identify as a flower. Who knows? But those are always those types of people and they will call you like, hello. I have this very interesting uh, fortune for you today. Oh, tell me, tell me, tell me, what's the fortune? Well, uh, you, and they'll say something vague. Something is going to be happening very, very soon. You might meet the mate of your life. And they're like, oh, yay. Now, pay me a hundred bucks because that's how much you owe me for this session. Who knows? I might go ahead and start doing that for a job. That would probably be the easiest thing to do. Because just to tell people that are all down in their lives and me convincing them that I know exactly what's going to happen in their life. And I know exactly what is going to be going on with them. And I'm just going to be, boom, there, there you go. I'd be, I, I, the idea of being in the overcall therapist, I would rather be like a fortune teller over the phone than an than over the phone therapist. Because I can really care less about a lot of people's problems over the phone. Okay, if I know you, I feel like you'll just take, I'll feel like a lot of people that I give advice to, they just take it and they go, okay, and they do the complete opposite, and it's a waste of time. Have you ever met those people? Those people need a backhand because I, that makes me not want to help you anymore or help people anymore because it makes me feel like, oh, wow, you just wanted to talk. That was it. You just want to have a small thing? No. But who knows? Those are the thought, bored thoughts that I have had. Um, actually, I actually had one more bored thought that I was thinking about. I was, <laughs> I was thinking about, I want to get a dog, a little pet, a little, little dog. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to get a big one or a small one. I know in the previous podcast that I said I want to get a pair of mongoose and, a, and they're mongoose. Okay. That's not their sign. I'm, I'm sticking with it. They are mongoose. Two, two mongoose is a mongoose. They're not mongooses. That sounds totally improper. And I'm not backing that up. And if you haven't listened to that podcast, of course, go back and listen to it. But if I do not get, well, that's going to be my future purchase. Until I get the two mongooses that I want, I want to have a pet dog, of course. No cat. I don't want that. I want a dog, and I want a, I don't know if I want to, I want to, I don't know if I want a full like Doberman or if I want like a Doberman like small one like a mini pin. Uh, I feel like I want a mini pin. That those dogs are would be pretty dope. Just something that I can keep around. You know, comfort a comfort animal, and I love people who take comfort animals to the next level. Like they'll be like, oh. I, I need a comfort animal everywhere I go. Like, why are you bringing your dog into a restaurant? Because I get stressed easily, and this dog helps me. Well, you sound like you don't have many friends. <laughs> I can understand if you're blind. I can understand many of other things. But just because you need a comfort animal, have you seen the, uh, uh, the uh, uh, news thing or the video? I think it was like last year or maybe been a few years ago. But it was of the person who brought an ostrich on, uh, on board. And there's actually been a lot of people. Well, no, it wasn't an ostrich. It was a peacock. Someone brought a peacock on an airplane. And that was their comfort animal. A peacock. Who? What? Is a peacock a comfort animal now? 
That is not coming. I stuck my finger through a fence in the zoo one year, and a peacock bit my finger, and you're going to tell me that is your comfort animal to bring on an airplane? You are out of your marbles. I would never, that peacock would be the last comfort animal on my list. I would rather have a Tasmanian devil than a peacock. At least that would have the chance of at least comforting me. It would make everybody back up. I know that for a fact. <laughs> but comfort animals. So my comfort animal choice would be a smaller dog or a bigger dog. But I want a Doberman. Doberman Pinscher, number one on the list. Either the mini one or the, you know, the, the regular sized one. Depending on uh, what would be, you know, fit my lifestyle more. I would. I want to name him Peeve. Why would you name him Peeve, Dawson? So, uh, of course, I can set up a punchline. Of course, so when people come in, I'd be like, "Hey, this is my pet Peeve. This is my pet Peeve," <laughs> and they would be like, "Oh, I got it." And then I'm gonna show him. I'm gonna be like, "And for my first trick with uh, Peeve, he's gonna show him. He's gonna show y'all to leave y'all's shoes at the door because I that annoys me." That's that's the first trick. He will show you my pet peeves, and this is that's my pet peeve. That is what I'm gonna name my dog Peeve. Already stamped, already doing it. Gonna be naming Peeve, and that's going to be my dog, my little comfort animal. So those are all my board thoughts. Let's just circle around of them. Grave graveyard, uh, graveyard robbers. Dress them as archaeologists. Then you got palm readers going on a date. Probably the easiest date ever. Okay, but probably the most terrifying. And then you got what dog name that I want. And it's Peeve. Pet Peeve. There you go. We have all circled it around. And those are the uh, thoughts, board thoughts that, I, uh, that, that I've had going through uh, this quarantine and this, uh, this era period right now and this is what happens when i don't have a job so hopefully monday cross your fingers that this pizza place is going to call me back and be like dawson you are the perfect bet for us come on in go back there until and then maybe not maybe i'll still have those weird twisted board thoughts <laughs> who knows but we are now moving on into fun facts i gotta create a jingle for fun facts and then the next up news article I got to create a jingle for both of those because I feel like that me announcing it is just not enough. I need to have something. I mentioned this in the last podcast and I'm really going to stay by it. next. I'm, I'm actually going to make because when I say something, I say it serious enough, I'm going to make it so. So next podcast, I'm going to have music for both the news article and the fun fact category. Boom. There we go. It's going to have a little jingle. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but it's going to be something. So for fun fact, the fun fact that I have for you is cows give more milk when they listen to music. What? Cows give more milk. They produce more milk easily when they're listening to music. That is what I am talking about. What music, you ask? Do they, you would think they would love a calm, classical music. You think they would like something of a of a jazz or something, you know, that calms them. No, it's the polar opposite. I just read that cows like to listen to rap and techno songs. They produce the most milk when listening to rap and techno songs. 
if my cow, if I had a cow and I had a farm, I want to test this out. I want to go and explore. I'm telling you, if I went to a farm and there was a farmer out there blaring what's popping, and the cow, he was just milking his cow to what's popping, his cow's just over there going, moo, <laughs> moo, uh, yeah, moo, I'm loving this moo. I'm, I'm going to be like, wow, this cow is jamming out to what's popping, making him want to produce more milk. I'm all for it. Or like techno music, that would be even better. I would like to take Skrillex to a farm and there's just like a bunch of cows lined up and he's just jamming out to his techno, doing his thing and all the cows are just bobbing their heads, just producing just massive amounts of milk. Because I've seen those videos of people uh, beating cows. That's definitely not going to make them produce more milk. I agree. If you have a mini cow rave and you just have people just milking them while they're listening to some guy just blare some tech techno I'm, I'm gonna back this up i want i want dj diesel you know shaquille o'neal he's he's popping up on the map he he retired from he went from retiring from lakers basketball taking a break for a little bit now he's getting into techno music and i'm like let's go dj diesel i want that and then he needs to go out on a farm and start playing for a bunch of cows because it's quarantine it's COVID. It's the perfect time to do this because, I mean, you have to do everything so socially distanced now. Why not play some music for some cows and get that milk producing going? Make it go crazy. But music for cows, that is, that is something else. Just put an iPod shuffle on on the best rap, the best techno music. Holy cow. What a, what a genius. What a genius thing. I, I wonder who even founded that idea. Who was just like playing music one day and he was like, wow, I just found out my cow is more into music and he likes, uh, and he makes milk better. Mm-mm-mm. Holy cow. Ooh, holy cow. I'm sorry for all the Hindu people watching, I, listening. I hope I didn't offend you by saying holy cow. I don't know if that is saying your God's name in vain. I just want to take that quick side note. Holy cow. Is that saying the name in vain? I don't know. I'm not for sure. I haven't read any of their, you know, literature or their scripture. But holy cow. Sorry. If I said it in vain. I don't know if that's saying the cow's name in vain, but we're going to go for it. And by the way, since we did bring this up, do y'all capitalize the C as well? If we have any Hindu listeners, do you capitalize the C in y'all scripture every time the word cow is brought up that would be interesting i don't know if it follows other religions but put some respect on it and also while you're at it and since you don't slaughter them play some techno for them sometime play some rap that's going to please your gods there you go hindu people i just found a great way to please your god please your god of praising cows play some techno and some rap that would be awesome if like techno got really popular uh in, in those cities where Hindu is very provident and they're just blaring techno and all the cows are just going crazy or they're playing what's poppin' or some kind of Eminem. It's just <laughs> cows are gonna have chains around their around their necks and they're just gonna be like, Yo, what's up? <laughs> or like cows are gonna start wearing beanies. They're gonna start being hip now because they got all this techno and all this rap going through their veins. 
<laughs> Cows enjoying music. Well, you know, I want to buy milk now that that has labeled um mu- like you know how it says no antibiotics or no hormones. I want a label new FDA approved label that says techno raised cows or rap raised cows or yeah rap, rap music raised cows or techno techno cows or whatever like i want that somewhere labeled i will buy that milk for a hundred percent sure if if i mean if you do that i'll be like wow this is a techno raised cow i mean this milk tastes very great very good produces more milk and it tastes better uh. Now moving along to the news article section. See, this is why I need music. Because there's that awkward like switch. Where we're going to one thing from the other. But we're going to the news article segment. Where of course, I find something in the news that the news isn't reporting. Something interesting. Something that you never thought about. Something that you probably maybe heard, but it's so in the... Uh, most of y'all probably haven't because it's been so in the background of all these other major important stories that it needs to be heard. Just It needs to be just as important as any other. And the news article I have for you today is Eight Things You Are Forbidden to Do in the Queen's Presence. What are these eight things, you ask? Well, Thankfully, I have this tabbed up, and we can look together on seeing what eight things that you cannot do around Queen Elizabeth. Mmm. I can't believe she's still alive. I mean, I don't know what they're pumping into her. I mean, she's still chugging. I think. I mean, this is what it seems like. Seems like she's still chugging along. I mean, uh. Actually, before we get into this, it'd probably be better to look up, uh. If she's still, if she's still alive, I don't know why I'm all of a sudden just you know, uh, second guessing myself. Uh, let's oh, Queen Elizabeth aged. Um, okay, well she is still chugging along. She is ninety four years old. <laughs> she's ninety four. Way to go. Way to go. And you're still chugging along. I don't know what they're pumping into her to keep her alive. I don't know if they're, uh, you know, doing something sneaky. But if they're having something giving her that's making her stay alive, I want to know what it is. Because she's been around for a, a long time. It is something else. Uh, let's see here. What is the number one thing that you shall not do around Queen Elizabeth? Uh, touch her M-A-J? I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> uh, mm, touch her Maj? Maj? Let's see here. Basically, you can't touch something of hers. That's just disrespectful. Don't show up empty-handed. Basically, you, when you meet the queen, you have to show up with a gift, which would be common and common sense. It would just be common courtesy. Now, that would be great if people showed up to my place and brought me a gift. That would be nice. If anybody plans to come over next and they're just like, they want to meet 
and be in my presence, you better not come empty-handed, okay? Come with a gift. I'll be more likely to greet you. <laughs> I think anybody would be more likely to greet anybody if you brought them a gift. It doesn't matter of what gift it is. It's just the fact that you thought about them. They're like, oh. Like my friend the other day brought me a donut in the morning. I was literally just woke up. He brought me a donut back from the donut shop. And I was like, what? Made my day a whole lot better. And it was just a little donut. So I think people need to start doing that. Bring a gift to someone's place. Specifically mine. Number one. I mean, number three. Stand to attention. Um, that, yeah, that's just common sense. She's a queen, so you stand to attention. Uh, when she walks into a room, you all stand. That would be kind of nice to have. If I, every room I walked into, that everybody would just stand up to attention. Be like, oh, well, Dawson's here. I'm like, oh, wow, this is kind of nice to have. <laughs> I wonder if it, I wonder by her age, though, at being 94, everybody's staying to her attention. She's just kind of like, uh, whatever, guys, just sit down. I'm not even picky anymore. Oh, is this another gift? You, you are aware I have like 12 Louis Vuitton bags. I don't need one more Louis Vuitton bag to add to the collection. Really, another Gucci belt? Do you think, look what I wear. Do you think I need a Gucci belt? Oh, God. <laughs> Don't just twindle your thumbs comes in at number four of what you don't do. Um, when, she's when the queen is making a beeline for you, uh, go meet her. And bow or curtsy. Okay. And if you're a U.S. citizen, you are obligated to shake her hand. If she makes eye contact with you, you got to immediately go shake her hand. But don't hug her. I don't know why. But remember, no hugging. I don't know why you can't hug her. I don't know. It'd be kind of interesting. I mean, I wouldn't like to be hugged by someone that I don't know. That'd be kind of a weird first greeting. <laughs> uh, don't ignore dress code. Um, yeah. So you get basically, you got to dress tip-top shape, which is fine for some people. But I'll be honest. Um, I guess I would never be accepted in the Queen's Palace according to a hoodie and uh, jean or short uh, thing that I like to wear. I mean, I have worn a suit once, a tuxedo once, and that was at prom. Other than that, I have not worn a suit or anything really that fancy since. Um, <laughs> resist the temptation to re refer her by her first name. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, you have to call her your majesty, which is so weird. I think, I think, I don't know. I just, it's so weird to me because I've never been raised around royalty, but you gotta go, your majesty, ma'am, uh, something like that. No, Liz, Lizzie, or, <laughs> I would like, I would like to when the queen walks in, so it just pops open and just be like, what's up, Liz? How's it going? Or do you need someone to sit or something like that? Can I get you something to drink? Lizzie, what's up? I remember you back in high school. Give me some nuts. <laughs> How's it going? Everybody's just like, you're totally disrespecting her. No, we go way back. Like, way, way back. Before she, be, she, before she got she all this royalty. Okay? We were in the same class together in high school once. Why can't I just give her some knuckles? <laughs> oh, fist bump. Uh... Because I'm a very fist bumpy guy, and when it comes to shaking hands, 
I don't mind it, but like I'd rather give you a fist bump than shaking hands. And I think fist bumping is coming back more than ever because of COVID. And I appreciate that because I go out to give a fist. Everybody else is going out to give a fist. Well, they'll try to do elbow, give you an elbow. I'm not really much of an elbow guy. Bump it. Give me some, give me some knocks. That's, that's mine. Um, only speak to the queen if she speaks to you coming at number seven. That's fine. Um, I have no problem with that. I think that's, I think that should be, you know, said for everywhere. Only speak to someone if, if they're speaking to you. <laughs> that actually would be kind of rude. Like, I don't want to speak to you. Why? Because I didn't speak to you first. What? I'm just asking you a question. Well, no. I don't care you're asking me a question. I never asked you a question, so therefore, don't speak to me. Actually, that would be that would avoid a lot of fights. If you didn't speak to someone first, then they shouldn't be able to speak to you. That's kind of weird. But at the same time, it would avoid a lot of arguments. I mean, don't eat before she does. Man, that must be a rough one. Because at 94, I don't know. But I'm just assuming that someone probably has to chew up her food for her. <laughs> Cut it up and chew up her own food. And then they have to like probably baby bird it to her. And just, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. They don't have to do that probably. But I will have to admit though that she probably does eat super slow. And it probably has to be blended up into a shake. <laughs> And so everybody's just waiting for her to grab her first bite, and she's just slowly, like, I bet I bet as soon as she eats her first bite, everybody just slams in because it took her two hours to eat that. But <laughs> those are eight things you don't need to do around the queen. And probably the most important one of them all is, is standing ovation when she walks in. That's probably one of my top ones that everybody should follow. Everybody should key in and listen to this <laughs> standing ovation when she walks in. Man, that's a lot of stuff you have to do just to meet someone of royalty. Just to, I, I would, I would have been thrown out of that castle immediately. I would have done something stupid. I would have looked at her. I would have waved, and they probably would have like taken me away. As soon as I waved, they probably would have cut my hand off and immediately taken me to their chamber to torture. Did you just wave at the queen? Did you did you wave? Yeah. Now I don't have an arm. Oh well, you're not supposed to wave at the queen. That's that's literally specifically in the rules. You're not supposed to wave unless she makes eye contact with you and waves. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, whoops. Do you have to cut my hand off and torture me for it now? <laughs> but thank you everybody for listening to episode 22 of the Last Eagle Heart podcast. I'm going to keep things going. Just because I missed one Tuesday does not mean I'm going to miss every Tuesday from now on and only do it on Fridays. I plan to keep on doing them on every Tuesday and every Friday. Episode 22. Thank you for listening. And uh, you can find my social medias in the description. Email me, uh, burner at gmail.com. I will find your email somewhere in the mix of all the coupons, 50% discounts, all the, you know, all the junk mail, I will find your email somewhere in there. I would reply to it or I would, you know, send me a video, send me something that and I may talk about on the podcast. Who knows? But thank you for listening to episode 22 and I will see you Tuesday.
Last Tackle Hard Podcast. You are listening to The Last Tackle Hard Podcast. You are listening to The Last Tackle Hard Podcast. You are listening to The Last Tackle Hard Podcast.